Hey, what's up, guys? This is We the Millennials, where we discuss politics and pop culture from a conservative millennial point of view. My name is Sage. This is Josh. And Sunday afternoon, there was a shooting in Texas. Uh, it was at a church, and uh, 26 people um, died. 26 people were killed, and the other, it was about 50 people all in all, uh, 26 killed, and the other half um, of this church congregation is injured. Um, upwards of 11 to 15 children um, were shot down and killed as well. Yeah, very um, sad, very disturbing. Sutherland Springs, Texas, crazy. Yeah, man. They, they went to church and did not expect this. Yeah, dude, this is the worst shooting or mass shooting uh, that occurred in a church or a spiritual building right. uh, in the history of America. Right. There's a lot of these shootings happening recently. They're not connected, as far as we know. Right, not connected, but it seems to be increasing. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Why you do you think they're you think? increasing? I don't know. I, I don't want to say increasing. I mean, they, they are happening more frequently. I, yeah, I'll yeah. give you that. Um, okay. I get. I don't know. I honestly can't tell you. People are evil. I mean, that's number one. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I'm going to lean towards. People are evil. They're sick. People are wicked. And those who choose to do evil and want to harm other people, like this guy, um, what's his name? Devin Patrick Kelly's. Yeah. So you have this guy. You have Stephen Paddock, Las Vegas shooting. You have. Uh, what was the uh, most recent? Uh, the terrorist in New York City. So you have that. That's not an active shooter situation, but... Um, mass murder attack. Mass you murder know what I'm attack. Saying? You um, have the uh, the shooting of Dylan Roof in, uh, was that, this? South Carolina? Yeah, with the, and kill black, he killed up eight yes. uh, church members. Yeah. Um, he was a racist. And then you had the other one with the gentleman <coughs> in, I think it was Texas, wasn't it? The black... A uh, black guy who went in the church. Oh yeah, that just happened. Yeah. So there's another one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, it, I think it. Yeah, it does seem to be more frequent. I think there's just so much animosity in America specifically. Yeah. I mean, in the world, of course, we we see that you know on the daily news. But I think in America, there's just so much tension with you know these politics and culture wars and i'm not saying i'm not trying to blame this on the left or the right but i think it's just uh, people who are not mentally stable these things just i think to a degree fuel them you know and they're already evil and wicked people you know this guy he was already like this you know he's claimed to be a devout atheist you know there's been uh, numerous reports that people who did follow him on Facebook had to, you know, stop following him because yeah. it was just too much. The, the stuff he was saying about God, Christianity, you know, religion, it was just getting too much. So, you know, you see it's just a pattern of, I don't know, depravity, yeah. evil. That's a good point you made, man. I think the amount of, ag- what was the word you used, the aggression that you said? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Rewind it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think there's a, a lot of this uh, kind of pent-up aggression in yeah. our culture yeah, today. animosity. Animosity. Yeah. That's what it was. And it could be regarding, like you mentioned, regarding anything. I mean, think about it. We got, in my lifetime, this has been the most nasty time. And right. it's, I know as far as politically, as far as 
you know, this this militant atheist crowd. This is a crowd that kind of just got, it's, they, you know, they call them, or they don't, I don't know if they call themselves this, but kind of we call them new atheists. Right. And this this breed of new atheists are people that are militant atheists, and they will fight tooth and nail to make sure that you know that, and they truly, truly hate the Lord, truly, truly hate God. And um, it doesn't seem like they're atheists. You know, it seems like they believe something, but right. it's uh, they what they want to, what they choose to believe in is literally to hate the Lord. Whereas a true atheist doesn't really care about these things. I would right. say these yeah. new militant atheists are, um, and, and and this was the driving force behind this guy. Uh, I I think I would say I mean he came into a church, killed you know a number of people, and he was also this person who hated the Lord and he 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 let everyone know that on his social media accounts, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, all that. Um, I, and I think there's there's something to say about that as far as the animosity. I really think it's a good point. Right now, it's the cool thing to do is to really have these strong opinions on either side. I, like you said, I don't want to, uh, you know, kind of blame the left or the right. There's people on both sides that have these very, very strong opinions, and we see here that they're willing to, you know, really fight tooth and nail and really uh, hurt people. I mean, we see this guy who was a militant, militant, militant atheist. Then we see uh, Buddy uh, about a year ago with uh, Steve Scalise, who was a... I mean, right, there's a, another, a yeah. flaming leftist. Forgot that shooting. Yeah. Right? He was a flaming leftist, dude. Bernie supporter. And I'm not, again, not blaming the left, not blaming Bernie. But right. this is just what it was. I think, and like you mentioned, this is just testament um, to just how much certain people have such strong opinions about certain things to the point where they're willing to kill people right. that disagree with them. Um, it's really sad. It's really scary, man. I'm a supporter of carrying guns. It was two people that had guns that were able to stop this guy. Right. You know, two good people holding guns. You know, so the left's claim of, you know, you know NRA or people who support the Second Amendment, um, this blood is on your hands. I've seen those tweets. Oh, that's yeah, that's silly yeah. because it's the same two, you know, people that have blood on their hands, uh, un- you know, quote, unquote, are the same two people that actually stopped this murderer. Um, with their own weapons so it's kind of sad to to see how quickly it got politicized um on social media and even on like the mainstream media outlets yeah it was very quick i mean you got cnn news anchors contributors i mean just joy reed to name a few oh my gosh chelsea handler yeah you know and and then you read this stuff on twitter and it's just like it's ridiculous it's just absolutely just blasting a group of people, something that they say they don't do or that we shouldn't do or that we should wait and we should yeah. be more, you know. So it's just, it's always the same thing. You know, the right can't do it, but the left, when the left does it, uh, that's okay. Yeah. You know, and I, and I agree that the right at, at times, you know, yeah, sure, they're quick to jump the gun as well. But at the end of the day, I mean, coming off this, I mean, how do you, you go from, you know, blaming the blood on you know the bloods on the hand of the people with the NRA or those who own guns or those who are two A, you know, it's it's stupid. There's not even discourse to be had at this point because it's the same thing they say all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Let's just wait thing. a little bit, all right? I mean, can we just uh, acknowledge from both sides that this is really tragic? I mean, right. 
when I heard about this um, Sunday afternoon, we just got out of church. Right. I look at this article and I get a notification on my news uh, from Apple News, and I'm like, oh, "Are you kidding me?" And it was like a like a really deep, immense feeling of like, "Oh my goodness, dude! Like, what is going on?" That, it was crazy. Right. And then, when the, you know, at the time, the uh, final the, the final number of deaths wasn't. So at this point, I get my first notification that eight deaths. Right. So I'm like, geez, Louise, that's crazy. And then it keeps rising to 26. Right. That's a lot of people, man. Right. This guy apparently came in, started, sh- or didn't come in, started shooting from outside, got out of his car, started shooting from outside of the church, into the church. Right. Then went to the side of the church, started shooting inside from the side of the church. Then he went back to the front, came back, went into the church at this point, and started shooting his victims. Yeah. This is crazy, man. That's scary. That's super scary. That's why you gotta have people carrying even at church, especially in church. I would say. Yeah. I mean, it's happening in Texas, a lot. You know, they're not allowed to to carry into a, a religious establishment. Is it the state? Yeah, it's this. It's the state. The whole law. state. Oh yeah. wow. So, I mean, here in Florida, I mean, yeah, camera yeah. gun everywhere. Yeah, there we go. So, but I mean, there's people who are saying, you know, they're gonna carry their gun regardless. Yeah. What. And of, I mean, it's you know, mm-hmm. and there, and of course, there's the you know the left has uh, immediately gone on talking about this is why, you know, we need gun control, this yep. this and that. I mean, there's people that I like people I kind of like on Twitter, as um, that aren't political figures, that right. are on YouTube or whatever, whatever, getting political, which is cool. I mean, hey, Twitter's for that. You know, do what you got to do. But it's these it's the same gun control, gun control, gun right. control. When it's like, man. It's a false sense of freedom, though, when you think about it. Of course. You know, you're going to take our guns away to feel safe, but then what? What's the next mm-hmm. thing? It's all for safety's sake. Like, to ratify the Constitution, do you realize how big of a deal that is? Especially on the issue of, you know, gun rights. Oh, my gosh. We got gun stores everywhere. We got, I mean, millions of Americans that own not only gun, not not only a gun, but multiple weapons. Right. Um, you know, it... It won't go over well either. I'll tell you oh that. Oh my if, gosh! You know, you, you start trying to confiscate weapons. It's not gonna. Yeah. You're gonna go into a civil war, pretty much. I'll be honest with you. And that. and a lot of the thing. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's that's kind of scary. But a lot of the things that they're calling for are already in place. You know, this guy um, getting a little bit. In, I guess his background a little bit. He was right. uh, dishonorably discharged from the air force for domestically abusing or domestic violence against his wife and child. And child, yeah. Um, so that's kind of crazy. He was only 26 years old. And this happened in 2012. So he's a young dude at this time. And he's still young, 26. And, um, you know, they're saying, hey, this is why we need better background checks. Because how did, uh, you know, a guy with dishonorably discharged in the, in the, in the specific way that he was, right. how was he able to attain a weapon? And, yeah, a lot of the, those laws are already in place. He shouldn't have been able to get a weapon. The, 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 the gun store who uh, sold him his AR... They did it. They didn't do the necessary procedure. Did he buy it at a gun store? Yeah, he bought it at a gun store. Oh. He bought his AR at a gun store. They did a background check and it didn't catch it. So they messed up. Right. Um, so I, 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 I totally understand with, you know, making sure that these, especially these gun vendors, you know, are very uh, specific and very uh, detail oriented when it comes to these background checks. I get that. I can get with that. I agree with the left in that. Right. Absolutely. But those laws are already in place. And, yeah, it, and it just so happened that this time a slip-up led to, um, you know, all this happening. But 
I still don't want to even put it 100% on the vendor, right? I mean, this guy, it seemed like he was determined. He was going to get that gun one way or the other. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, to a certain degree, yeah, it does fall on the gun vendor. You know, whatever mistake they made, I don't know. Maybe he lied on his application. But, you know, in the end, it still should have been caught by the background check. But... Yeah, I mean, he could have got his weapon various ways, a private seller, yeah. sold it to him, you know, which is, you know, it's totally legal. You know, you don't have to do a background check and a private sale. That's true. But, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't know. Again, am I willing to repeal the Second Amendment because of this mistake? No. Absolutely not. You know, and this mistake might happen again. To be honest with you, it probably will. It's probably happened before. Right. So, again, am I willing to say let's repeal this so no one gets a gun? No. You you just make sure that those people who are in charge of running background checks and making sure, you know, that everything is the way it's supposed to be, you know, run it. You know, and I think that's the majority of gun stores. They do what they're supposed to do. Might some slip through the cracks? Maybe, yeah. I agree with you as far as, you know, especially going back to what you said before, this guy was an evil dude. You know, he was a depraved man. Uh, You know, I don't, I I hesitate to blame, like you said, you know, there is a certain amount of blame that goes to that, to that gun store. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not his, this man's fault. I think, I think what this shows and especially the, the frequency recently is man, and and this guy's, I mean, his, you know, the driving force behind this mass shooting was his militant atheism. I do think that, as far as a culture is concerned in America, you know, we're we're a godless culture, dude. I mean, right. at the at the basis level, and this is this goes beyond politics, of course. You know, God is not valued, and people are you know doing whatever they want, teaching things that uh, you know are that blaspheme the Lord, it's not surprising that this is what's happening in the world. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think, I would, I would say that's what needs to be fixed. That's what needs to be mended. Right. Um, we need to start teaching values to our children. You know what I'm saying? We need to start, I mean, hey, I know this sounds real Sunday school and really, you know, Christian, <laughs> but it's like we really do need to put God back in our lives, you know, even even myself, you know what I'm saying? Correct. Um, and as far as, you know, we really need to, you know, not lose sight, I guess, not lose sight and not let anything else, you know, take our eyes off of the true focus, which is Christ and what we're doing, you know what I mean? It's a burden, I guess. Yeah, well, it's like the same thing with uh, radical Islam. I mean, it's a, it's a religious ideology. Yeah. It's not going to be fought with you know, get certain, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's because, you know, poverty or lack of education, and those things have been proven false over and over and over. There's some of these people who are very well educated, who aren't poor. So, I mean, it, you know, it's not an issue of a, a social issue. This is a, a depravity of man issue. It's in your heart. It's a wickedness. So, you know, until people really start to realize these things, you know, uh, there are re- religious ideologies that are dangerous, and they're not going to be fixed by, you know, social policies. They're not going to be fixed by, 
you know, how do we, uh, you know, help, uh, you know, Saudis, Iranians, uh, Palestinians, you know, it doesn't boil down to that. It boils down to a religious ideology, one that they believe in very much, yeah. one that they are willing to die for and kill for. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's wicked. Yeah. I mean, the uh, attacks last week in New York, the, the man claimed ISIS. Right. ISIS hasn't claimed uh, to be responsible for the attack. I do think there's something to be said uh, by the fact that he's still alive. Because it, it does seem that the pattern is that they claim the attacks of those of those uh, terrorists that die. Right. Um, not 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 100% of the time, but they definitely didn't claim this guy. And this guy claimed, you know, ISIS. He well, he wanted a flag, an ISIS flag in his it, hospital bed. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty clear. He was bragging in the hospital. Right. But I think, and that goes back to ISIS, you know, having their propaganda on the Internet, you know, inspiring people to do these kind of, you know, bus attacks, vehicle attacks. Yeah. And then, so you know what the solution is, according to some people at BuzzFeed? Let's just ban vehicles in big cities. I know, I saw that. (laughs) You know, it has nothing to do with, again, like I said, a religious ideology. You know, how do we fix this? No, it's uh, get cars out of here. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, when you have a mindset or a worldview that uh, that's that, that, that informs you that human beings are naturally good, right. that's that's the kind of stuff you come up with. You give people the benefit of the doubt. You give people the benefit. Exactly, it's ridiculous. bro. ridiculous. Whereas, you know, the Bible is very clear on that. We are all very depraved. Right. You know what I'm saying? And outside of Christ. Um, and even now, you know, uh, you know, of course we sin. But, we still sin, yeah. But... Outside of Christ, that depravity goes knows no bounds. You get what I'm saying? Right. When you have a, a worldview that says that we're all good people based off of a made-up moral code, that's when you get these uh, nonsensical articles that cannot come up with the problem. So they're trying to come up with the problem, and, and they, 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 they formulate and write these solutions to problems that they made up in their own head trying to make sense of what's going on in the world. Right. You know what I mean? At the very least, it's pretty clear. You get what I'm saying? Even even if you look at, and I wish people would be able to just, you know, really look at your own heart right now in this moment and think about the things you think of or the things you've said and done. Right. You get what I'm saying? want to kill your boss or something like that. <laughs> what? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what people don't realize. People actually think about this and don't realize. Yeah, like, of course. That's not a good thing. Yeah, I mean, think about this. Obviously, I'm not saying everyone's going to go and kill their boss. Sure. We get that. No. But it's still evil in the thought process, regardless. I think the biggest, uh, like, evidence of this is um, outside of Scripture, of course, and just the um, the enormous amount of evidence that you see in the world in general but I'm just saying on a more on the more on the you know, on a practical level, dude, driving to work or driving home from work uh, yeah. in rush hour traffic, oh my gosh, these people want to kill you, bro. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? These yeah. people want to kill you, run you off the road. It's like it's like when you're in the car, you people f- tend to forget that like this is life, and that's like yeah, another bro, person's it's a life. Human being, yeah. yeah. You could kill him. Yeah, by cutting him off or by brake checking him. I mean, these are dangerous things, and you don't know if there's a baby in the in the in the car. You don't know what this person's been going through all day or whatever, whatever, whatever. That's why nowadays, bro, 
You can't be doing nothing, especially now because everyone got guns. Right. You know what I'm saying? That they're willing to, you know, use. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying ban guns. What I, what I am saying, though, is you can't trust people. Right. You know what I'm saying? They might get angry, and before you know it, boom, boom, bam, they threw a temper tantrum, but they also have a pistol in their hand. You understand? Right. Yeah. That's scary, bro. You know what I mean? Now, I know quickly, um, right after this, I mean, when I saw the the news uh, of the Texas shooting, the first thing I did was pray. Right. And um, a lot of people had the same sentiment um, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, you know, the mainstream media even. A lot of people mentioned praying, praying, praying. And I'm, I mean, I'm not going to, I guess, beat around the bush, but most of that sentiment comes from the right, just in general, because the right tends to lean a little more uh, spiritual. Uh, does that make sense? Oh, well, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I wouldn't even go there. I would just say that there's just this, for those, for there's, you know, certain people, you know, regardless of their political affiliation, it's just this animosity and hate towards God. You know, your prayers won't... I mean, like, for example, there was people who were saying this is karma for this church who's probably mostly Republican. It's evil. You know, so they voted Trump, and this is what they get. You know, it's that's just... That's evil, bro. Yeah, that's just evil. And what do you... Like, what do you say? I mean, I was reading through those replies. It was ridiculous. The things people were saying to him, what he was saying back... But, yeah, it's just, again, it, it goes back to, like you said, there's just been a a loss of focus on Christ, you know, and so prayer doesn't matter, you know, these things don't matter, we cannot, you know, take the time to pray out, that you know, pray for these people, your prayers don't do anything. And we're praying for these people, praying for the victims and their families. Right. These are the same victims that died while worshiping. While most likely praying, right. these if if anybody would appreciate prayers right now, it would be the victims. Yeah. And I I don't know. A lot of people, like I said, this when you say you know thoughts and prayers, a lot of this is just a virtue signaling. As far as you know, people want to say, hey, you know what? We don't need thoughts. We don't need prayers. We need some action right now. And I would like to challenge these people. Like, okay, well, what what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Are you, right. do you are you on the on on the ground um, with those actions right now, doing everything that you can to help these victims? Right. So, you know what are you talking about? Yeah. Or are just... you behind your Twitter, you know, your keyboard being a troll yeah. because you want to seem like you're holier than thou? Get out of here, man! It's frustrating. Yeah, it's just it's sad. I mean, to see where people went so quick with these, you know, tweets after this happened, it's pretty crazy. And not only that, but just, you know, the responses back. I mean, I get the anger. You know, I was angry too. But for me, it was just like, let me just get off Twitter because, you know, rather than respond and say something that, you know, it doesn't look good. Yeah, not only that, it's not like you're going to convince anybody on right. Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I feel, I'm just uh, I'm just thinking about just how much uh, and how, m- how many of these have been happening in the last, like, what, three months, bro? We had three? Yeah, I mean, not just three like major ones, bro. Las yeah. Vegas, then New York, eight people died. Then Sunday, you got twenty six. It's crazy, man. I mean, this guy in New York, apparently he's from here, from Temple Terrace, which is in Tampa. If anybody doesn't know about that, yeah. it's what like ten minutes down the road. Yeah, and um, we know the mosque that he's connected to. Yeah, um, that he supposedly had ties to. 
Or you think he got radicalized in that mosque? I don't know. A lot of people were saying that, um, I, I forget what the number was. He was here four years. How many years? Four? I think he was here five before he got radicalized. So, yeah, I mean, anything's possible. I don't, you know. Again, yeah. why? I don't get it. I, don't, I just don't understand. Wait, what do you mean? What don't you understand? Why Why did it take four years? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. Because, I mean, when you think about it, like, his plan isn't methodical. He rented a Home Depot truck and went to mow, you know, mow down these people. Yeah. Could have done that anywhere. Why four years? Yeah. I think he four or five years. I think he just recently got radicalized. Yeah. To the point where he felt so strongly about his new found faith that he thought he you know, he wanted to do anything he could for Allah. Right. Whereas when I got saved as a as a Christian, I wanted to go out and evangelize my heart away <laughs> <Right>. and evangelize <laughs> and let, and let everybody know of Christ. Whereas in Islam it's a little different. Right. You go and you kill people. Yeah, this radicalization is it's growing. I mean, I, sh- I sent you a couple uh, links to the DOJ website. In the past, like, three or four months, they've stopped people who are, you know, contributing uh, material or uh, physical support to ISIS or uh, al-Shabaab. Yeah. So, again, the FBI, you know, they are doing their job, the Justice Department. But this is just, it's getting out of control, it looks like. Yeah. No, I agree, man. You know? So they're not going to stop everyone, but they're they're doing their job. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, as big as the government is, especially the U.S. government, resources are limited in, in as far as what they're trying to do here. And you know, yeah, and we don't want a police state either. Of I course, mean, you not. don't want to live under you know, of course, some not. sort of tyranny for the sake of fear to feel safe. You know, you, mm-hmm. that's definitely not what you want either. I, I do think to a certain degree it is up to us citizens to be vigilant, to notify authorities when we see something that, you know, looks out of the ordinary. Um, and what gets me is that a lot of these people, after the fact, you know, will say, yeah, well, he did act strange in this way or that way. If you hear a, a Muslim talking about making a joke about throwing a gay off a roof, <laughs> you got to, guys, you got you to gotta report that. You know what I mean, and I think that um, that's part of it, and that's kind of a there's a lot that there's a lot that goes with that, you know, that that snitch culture um, that we see even here in America. But yeah, I call way, the cops real quick. What? I'm not on play. I don't. I have no 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 loyalty to anybody in the streets. But yeah, guys, um, that was uh, episode 16. Uh, you know, let us know. Contact us via Twitter uh, for uh, future topics. Anything you want to talk about. We would love to talk to you, uh, our fans. Uh, Josh, where can they find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, at Joshua underscore the gray, G-R-A-Y. And you can find me on Twitter as well, at Sage underscore Rodrigo. That's Sage underscore R-O-D-R-I-G-O. All right, guys, this is We the Millennials. See you. See you, guys.